I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's up, people? You're locked into the 222 Pro One Slow Podcast. Brought to you by kexunderwear.com. The best underwear in the action sport. All right then, we're back for second, not second, for two men. Second in a week. Second in a week, yeah. What, two weeks in a row. I guess two weeks in a row. Two man podcast. Could be an easy one to do this, I think. Yeah, it'd be quite relaxing, I guess. We, we won't have, have a moron to cater for. Now we got told off in the last one for apparently me and you could make it less obvious that we prefer each other's company than Tommy's. What someone was offended by? <laughs> that was a comment on the YouTube channel. But that's not true. I quite like Tommy. I don't. Do you not? No, I like his company, but he does make things difficult. Yeah, this whole scenario of a two-man setup would be happening week in, week out, but we're not actually joking when we say he wants a nap, he wants to go home, and he puts this right to if the bottom of his priority list. Even if he, go, if he goes riding a- anywhere more than 30 minutes away, it's too big of a day for him to come here on his way home. It's game over. Like... The only chance you're going to get him here after riding is if he's rode at Ed's house. I'll, I'll, I'll text him now, actually, and we'll see if we can call in just for a quick a quick call later just, on in the episode. Just cold call him. He'd be at some posh restaurant spending all the... He's milked everyone that, that hard this weekend. You reckon? He's had to screw you off to Dubai. Tommy's on holiday, if anyone didn't know. If you hadn't grasped that from previous podcasts or vlogs or whatever, and it's... Wednesday, the 20th of September, the Wednesday after the AX Fest, which was at the weekend. The Wednesday no, you're not going to be able to hear him. Huh? You won't hear him because you've got no headphones. Fuck him. Start again. Fuck him. So anyway, Wednesday after Arena Quest Festival, Wednesday before Western Beach Race. Yeah. Uh, so. Let's, uh, start with, let's start with the AX Fest because you used up a few lives on the first day, didn't you? And the second day. Uh, well, less less than at the time it felt like. When you watched the video back or watched the footage I, I shot back, did you think, wow, what's going on here? No, I was expecting it to be more moments. Really? Yeah, I had two moments in the whoops, but I'm not clouting them because whoops, that's the only time I'm ever going to ride whoops for now. They're not going to be in a race. No, you've done some real good stuff in the whoops. The wheel tap was really, really... No, but good. in general, I was quite good in the whoops, really. Even the times I managed to somewhat skim them, even though I don't know how to skim whoops. I mean, it was a bit different to properly skim them. It was a tenth of the speed, but I was staying on top. Um, did have two moments. Whoops get really sketchy on our suspension when you start going in them fast, because in them, like, it'd be rutted, but then the ruts also aren't straight. So, like, say you committed into a rut to go down and up the other side, and then when you get to the bottom, it's, like, a 45-degree angle. When you come up, like, that sends... You get so explain much feedback. The, explain the um, basic difference between when you say suspension, because most people don't really understand what a super-endurous well, suspension setup is. I don't really understand, to be honest, what supercross suspension is, but I'm guessing it's incredibly stiff um, and just 
Well, it is a lot stiffer. I don't know how stiff people's... Yeah, but you like dead, don't you? You like a dead feeling. Uh, from the shock, but not from the fork. The fork's... Yeah, you want fork Very pinging. alive, yeah. So for Subendro, we have a really fast fork and a slow shock and the general balance being slightly deeper in the rear, which isn't the best for handling of the bike, but when you're kind of hitting obstacles, it kind of means you're always in a relatively safe position. Um, that was literally the second time I'd rode, the third time I'd rode the bike full stop and the second time I'd rode Super Enduro, um, which was been, was actually very beneficial because my setting definitely um, has some work to do to be where I'm comfortable, but it's to be expected. It's a new bike, new frame, new everything, and it's literally just the, the very first setting um, that the suspension guys have made. Um, fork, fork is what have you gone off, off of last year's suspension? Uh, I'll be honest, I'm not sure. I'd guess they've looked at last year's two-stroke to this year's two-stroke and kind of tried to judge. Basically, now the frame's a lot stiffer. Two-stroke or four-stroke? They'll have looked at the two-stroke differences because at the minute I've only done testing for two-stroke. Ah, right, okay. So they'll have looked at last year's two-stroke to this year's two-stroke and seen, okay, it's this much stiffer yeah. from old frame to new frame. And I would guess done that. It's definitely stiffer. It's one spring rate harder with the fork. That I'd briefly looked at the spec sheet, um, but it's still it's still too soft. Now, in general, the frame of the new bike's a lot more rigid, so that you don't lose as much force. So it, mm-hmm. more force goes into the suspension. It very put very simply, mm-hmm. you would you generally want a stiffer suspension setting to keep oh, the balance right between the movement of the frame, uh, which makes sense. My bike, although the forks were harder than my normal old setting, they were still not hard enough. I like, I closed pretty much compression. I think it's two or three clicks from completely closed because you should never really go completely closed. And I put a lap and a half of preload on, which for me to put preload on forks is unheard of. That's the first time I've ever ever put preload on folks usually if I'm testing or whatever and they put preload on folks I'd have it it's a no do like two corners and say no um could have probably really should have done with adding some oil but we were kind of for what it was we didn't have any and um but like I say I mean I wouldn't say I was that comfortable but at the same time most of my feedback wasn't you know is achievable uh some bits I would like to change with the engine all what you would expect really to be on a new bike and which is why I'm pretty pleased you know the track was on the easy easier side I would say well not really on the easier bit, side I would say it was odd because it was finish more spread jump, out you wouldn't have that big finish jump normally yeah but I enjoyed that bit like that bit was fun yeah I know but, but I mean for the suspension setting for Super Enduro you would never hit yeah but like Matrix that. was I would say relevant mm-hmm. the even I know that concrete block thing and tyre jump was relevant. That concrete block thing wasn't the best obstacle, but I think the way you hit them three logs on the angle and you had to kind of slow down and be precise, I think that was pretty relevant. Um, the rock section, we rarely have a rock section that easy. But at the same time, that meant you were hitting it a lot faster, so you kind of also got quite good feedback from the bike. So in general, um, it was really good. Like I've already got good idea of what I want to test when when they, we go to Spain I think probably we've got two rounds after hard enduro uh, 
Hispania and Spain being the next one. I think directly after that, we'll probably test Super Enduro because I think there's like three weeks or four weeks between the two. Um, Not fancying a, a quick trip to America to race Johnny. Uh, I'd like to go into America. At one point, it was looking positive for this year for me to go to America, but it's not on the cards in the end, although I'm told. Not for definite next year, but I, I should be able to do more in America next year. One way, shape, or form. Um, You're warm enough? Mm, it's because I've got bad ear. Like I'm warm, but I've actually a very rough... You look like an Eskimo. Oh, fuck it. But uh, I'm not happy with this. What? That's no good. Like it's blurry, kind of. You've got a string in your mouth. It's <sighs> gonna look shit on Instagram. Put your hat over your ear. No, because they don't like wearing a hat like that. Fuck it, now fine. Um, I've had a rough twenty hours actually. Been in hospital all night. <laughs> Bad ear. That's standard for you, though. A trip to hospital. Uh, 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 it's pretty mad, really. Uh, was in the bath. Going to get out, like splashed around a bit, created a bit of a wave. Like my kind of mouth, head's gone underwater as I'm going that way. So like, bit of pressure. Water's went up my nose, which I mean, I've had water go up my nose a thousand times in my life. But then, I don't know if I went to like take a breath at the same time, but something happened, and it like projected the water up my nose, and I instantly felt like a burning all into my ears. And was like, wow, that was that hurt a lot just for having some water up my nose, like a burning. And I, I was like, oh, I didn't get that out, but I didn't really try because it wasn't too bad. And then I'm trying to like go to sleep and like starting to get really irritated, trying to get it out. And I just started getting fucking excruciating pain. I had like two hours of trying to get it out, wrestling, rolling around the bed. Got to like two a.m. and I was like, I need to go to hospital. Like this. I realise it's just water stuck in my ears, but this pain I'm getting now is fucking horrific. And I've done a fair bit of pain in my time, and I was, I'm in a lot of pain. Went to the first hospital. This was at 2.30 in the morning, A&E. So I don't feel a bit weird, but I've just got water in my ears, but I'm in really a lot of pain. Like, I was shaking and, like, they're like, yeah, okay, seven and a half hours waiting A&E to be seen. I was like, oh... Well, that's not very good. You should have made a bit more of song and dance better. Well, that's, that's, should I just fucking flop on the floor and just... So you've hit your head or something. Well, and then... So I was like, fuck that. My mum took us, I said, let's go to a different hospital. Went to a different hospital. They said two hours. Ended up being three and a half hours. By the time I'd actually got seen by someone, I'd been asleep for an hour in the in the waiting room and it, the pain had actually reduced quite a lot. It still hurts now and like I, it, no waters came out yet. And I feel pressure, but the pain is... What's the consensus? What have you done? So anyway, oh, that I've perforated both eardrums. The right one's not really, barely very bad at all. The left one is actually is perforated. There's blood in there. And the pressure of the water going in has managed to burst my eardrum. Not particularly bad. They said it should heal in a few weeks. Just try not to wet it. There's not, nothing really too concerning. Um... Just, yeah, sleepless night, sat in A&E, typical life of Bill. Nice. Smashed my wing mirror yesterday, drove into a wheelie bin. You've, you've sort of glazed over one thing that you did at AX that could have been really bad as well. 
Oh, well, my mother fucking told him at the hospital. She's like, you actually had a mobile and he hit his head this weekend. And I was like, what has that got to do anything? Literally, water went up my nose and less than a second later, I had pain in my ears. Like, you didn't need to mention that. Then I had fucking another doctor come and ask us, we ride no more bike. How fast were you going? No idea. Like, roughly 100 miles an hour. I said, no, like... I generally wouldn't like how fast would we be going? Fifteen miles an hour. Ten, fifteen. I said not very fast. Okay, how did you crash? Oh, so I well, I I <laughs> saw you stop on the jump, the lap before, and I thought, here we go. He's been going on about it all weekend. He's eyed it up. He's having a go. But I was also stood on the corner near the whoops because he was telling me he was going to wheelie the whole whoop section. So I wanted to get that shot. Oh, yeah. So you wheeled through the whoops on the back wheel the whole way. Hit the finish jump, dipped it in like Josh Hansen. I was met, like most impressed. Goes around the corner, up the face of the concrete thing, barely takes off. I thought, here we go. And then you went out of my shot as your hands were coming off the bars because you cased the log and ragdolled yourself pretty Posted good. It on Instagram if anyone wants to see last night. Um, yeah, your video is good because from the front angle, I don't, I couldn't really. Obviously, I came short, but it was a weak hands attempt. to come off was weird, but then yours, I come so short, out, like I was half, I was braced for impact of like, if you're watching on, online, you see me, I've got some hand visuals. I was expecting for impact of the log like this. On the back But wheel. I came so short, my back wheel actually hit the ground. Right. So it pushed forward. Like I was expecting impact of like yeah. immediate stop. Yeah. So I'm like holding on, thinking I'm going to hit the log, but I came that short. I actually touched the ground first. And then it sent you on so your way. So that pushed the bike forward when I wasn't expecting it. And then that's obviously what's caused my hands to come off, which I'll be honest, for the dismount slash how it looked, I was fairly unscathed. I had a bit whiplashy feeling in my neck until today. Today <laughs> feels all right. Monday was really bad. Um, just, uh, the, just the life of Bill, well, isn't it? That's next, not too bad. Yeah, life of Bill. Come back to England. It's fucking rained every day this week. Oh, supposed we to go and ride today. You well, actually, I had arranged a good podcast today. Ben and Nathan were coming. Um, because it's Matley this weekend. Yeah. And Adam Sterry. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's good. We can all just do a bit of a podcast. AX Fest recap. They can tell me what they've been up to. thought that would be a nice little fill-in. There's a wet amber weather warning Rained off. Rain, wind, the UK just delivering its finest. Don't worry, you'll be back in your mansion soon in in Andorra. Uh, it's not a mansion, it's just a house, apartment actually. And yes, I will, in the sun. <laughs> Probably going to stop, it'll just fucking snow I'll be there soon. Um, uh, so, well, yeah, that was AX Fest. It was a pretty good weekend sure from yeah. all accounts. It was um, a lot of racing, probably one too many days for the pro motocrossers. My suggestion going forward would be Friday, Saturday, Super Enduro, Saturday, Sunday, AX. Yeah, that's not a bad suggestion. Then I think th- I was, we almost should have done three finals a night, I feel like. Did Tommy only do two? Yeah, but they also did a head-to-head, yeah, head-to-head and a Super Pole. Super Pole. Whereas yeah. you just done a Super Pole and two races. Mm. I think the Enduro was a good... Uh, I think it was a really good addition. Yeah, and really I think, good. I think it needed it. I think more people will want to participate in the Enduro yeah. next year because they got the track I think really spot on for what they needed it to be I mean um, it was easy enough like me and Johnny 
raced, had two of the races were very close, like somewhat of a battle. Uh, like no one was getting stuck. It wasn't physically impossible for anyone. And like, I, I think it was... Uh, no, I think it was good. Our track definitely got spot on. I don't know. I guess from what I've seen, the arena cross track looked good. Whoops, maybe were a bit hard. Yeah, but I think whoops, no matter what you do, is going to be hard. Even all at the arena cross last year, the whoops were always the talking point of the track. Yeah, but the, they get like so that. hammered, so the, the track builders have to build them up quite high to start with because by the end of the weekend, mm. they just get written off. So, But yeah, I thought it was a good event. Yeah, I think I do think two days... Because practice starts at nine on the first day, so you really have to be the night before, so it ends up being four days. Mm, long. It was a long weekend. So that is a long weekend. I would, I think, two actual days of action, because then, say it was Saturday, Sunday, you would probably arrive Friday afternoon. Yeah, but if it was if it was Super Enduro Friday, Saturday, they'd arrive fr- Thursday night and leave Sunday if they wanted to, or Saturday after they've raced, and... The, yeah. and I think it's nice having it all together, though. Yeah, but Saturday you would have it all together on the main day. Because you could still have the kids and stuff on different days. I just think three days of, especially our mate Tommy, you know what he's like? He likes a whinge and a moan. He was tired. He was sucking on coffees midway through the Sunday, trying to get him going. Bless him. It didn't work. Did you not seem to give up in the head-to-head on Sunday? I actually didn't watch any head-to-heads. The Saturday head he had head a go. timing never worked out. For, it was after that was straight, straight after my after. race. I, I watched his last race of all three days and uh, all the first two days, and then I was driving home on the Sunday and I watched. Bo- I watched both his races. or just the second one on the live stream. No, I watched all of the live streams. So I watched both his races. It was quite the live stream was very good to be honest. Yeah, it was. It was quite tricky for me to film the pair of you because, like you say, every time one of you left the track, the next one was on and. Yeah, it's hard, like, and it's hard to make separate vlogs, really, when we're kind of yeah. with each other the whole weekend. Well, it's, it is and it isn't. It's, if you both do the talking bit to your own cameras and but I just shoot the fun, action. The fun bits. When you interact. Sim, it's like when we're both there. Yeah. Like, it's tricky, really. Um, yeah, but there's still bits in your vlog that no, I think No, I mean, quite good. I, I'm, in the end, it's gone all right. When I first seen his, I had the monk on a bit because I was like, oh, the fucking funny bits of his vlog have got me in it, yeah. which is true. Billy rang me up and told me to delete all of it and then watched it twice and then decided no, it wasn't that bad. No, then I watched it again last night to burst and I got angry again. <laughs> but I, it almost worked. It, the majority of them situations were actually, it came across better on his perspective, because it was of me talking. Well, so I he wanted got a better to, angle or I wanted to put in a bit of you, so that people would expect to go and watch your vlog. Yeah, no, I'm happy. In the end, I'm, I'm happy enough of how minds come together, and obviously, kind of, I have my own way. I like it, to edit it and to, for it to come across anyway. Which, um, it's hard. Like, fuck, any kind of th- any vlog that's three day long becomes a bit of a bore. I feel like. Yeah, it's very hard to make it. And seem. when it's three days that are the same thing, mm-hmm. to I film agree. a to to get like a, I don't know. You definitely didn't need to. I noticed you did a bit of switching of mornings on Tommy's, and it re- that that was made a big difference. Not that 
Yeah, no one else will actually notice that. But when as soon as I watched it, I was like, yo, that was that's worked out very well. Yeah, I always try and run it in a chronological order, but then I to to make the story. Yeah, that worked out very good. I'm glad you glad you noticed. I I did that. I was proud. Huh? I'm glad you noticed because I did it and I was proud of myself. I thought. Yeah, Yeah. it worked good. The second because it's quite early on too, but it makes the first half like so much more entertaining. New stuff happening because. That segment's quite good, and the fact it comes in—if it was coming later on—I feel like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't hit as hard. So, um, no, it was, uh, but it was nice. Like we haven't all been at a race. Well, I don't think we've never actually all been at a race where we've both raced. Me and Tommy have been at some that you haven't been at. Yeah, you've not. It was I co- guess that's the first time all three of us have done something. Yeah, until Western Beach Race next year when we all do it. Would you reckon? It's big. Questions. There's a lot of people saying in the questions, will all three of you ever wait, race Western? Be good, yeah, because you could do it too. Yeah, I'd, I'd be up for it. It's Tommy that wouldn't. We should get a team for the quads on the Saturday too, the three of us. Side, I'd love to sidecar, you two sidecarring it on the I'd Saturday. Do, I'd, I'd do sidecar, go and learn the track on the Saturday. Yeah, but he's not going to want to hang off the side with he his badge. drive, I don't care. All I'm going to be doing is looking where the track goes. I don't give a fuck how fast we go. <laughs> Why don't we ask Gareth tomorrow at the press day how much budget he's got for next year? Yeah, he needs to start planning now, really, if he wants all three of it, doesn't he? <laughs> Tommy will be asking for a fortune, and by that point, you'll be asking for t- triple what you're earning now. Rightly so. The, my growth is forecast to be exponential. Does that make any sense? Sort of. Anyway, um, yeah, that's next. Well, I was about to say it's a shame Tommy's on all day, but it's not, because the chances of him even attending are very slim. Um, however, weather forecast, I've just checked, looks quite good. A bit of rain tomorrow and then no more rain for the rest of the weekend. So, How is your Western prep? <laughs> oh, I'm going to save most of this sto- <laughs> most of these stories, I think, for next week's podcast. Oh, you better, you've not got shooting straight out home? Well, we might, we'll do a Western debrief. All right, Sam. All right, well, we'll, we'll just do a, a predictions then for Western. But anyway, this this good this preparation still nowhere near complete. Well, it hasn't really started yet. And tomorrow's Thursday. I'll be there from tomorrow. And if anyone, not many people, because we weren't really vlogging last time I did Western. Um, preparation was tight. This time it's even tighter. <laughs> so it's going well. Stan's had a very, very, very strenuous couple of days and all I, mean, I will say is currently there's three motorcycles in bits to make one <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been a drama but yeah it'd be cool if we could get fucking stand to leave bumfuck nowhere of wheels one day next week it'd actually be quite good to get him on because he, he might want to re- get it all out and release some steam from the last week <laughs> but um but nah we'll save that for next week i'll try and get a, a western debrief but like i said whether Meant to be dry. So if you're on the fence, if anyone's thinking about going watching, I highly recommend it because it's quite impressive, really, if you've never been to see the start particularly. A few people were asking us about it this weekend at at Arena AX Fest. And I was like, yeah, if you go and watch, just make sure you get there early enough to see and hear the start. Yeah, it's mad. The eruption of the gate opening first lap is fucking sick. That's the one bit of the whole thing that puts me off the race because... You're obviously a seeded rider, so you'd be at the front, but... Well, I'm sure you would also be yeah, a seeded rider. But that also... <laughs> I don't think you need to worry about that. It also gives me the nerves of being a seeded rider. 
I just think I'm at the front. If something goes wrong here, I'm going to get run over. And then I think, but if I'm in the middle, I can't see where I'm going that way and I don't know who's behind me. <laughs> so all of it, I just think, ooh. Just set off after what's, what's your, gone like Ronnie Mack did. What's your go-to? Stick to the barrier or stick to the water? Nah, just go. First lap. Just wherever. Hopefully. Yeah. What do you reckon you do? 105, 110 down there? Last time I was 107, I think. One o- either 109 or 107. Yeah, that's quite fast. I was 109 and Red Bull Knockout was 107. Is it snake in the yeah, whole the way? Whole time. What, you just... just <laughs> like, snaking's not that bad. You kind of get used to it, really, and you just... It never really gets bad. It's just it's when you hit water, then you know about it. Watch. <laughs> what, it slows you up that much? Yeah, like... A lot. Wow. I mean, depends because the best way, technically, the best hardest part of the beach is just after where the way, like just where the waters start to go back in. Yeah. But just with the way the beach is, and that you get, you do get a lot of puddles and stuff like that. And if you hit a puddle, you fucking know about it because the the ground stops rolling underneath you wow. as fast, and you're like in this position, so like you're not really that strong on the handlebars. Well, and it shakes the so front it or it sends you. It just like pushes you forward. Yeah, see, that's the bit. And you don't want to, and you can't see fuck all because there's just water everywhere. So you, your goggles are covered in spray, but you don't want to waste the pull of your roll off on the straight because you know it's just a straight line. <laughs> so you need to time the straight, end of the straight gets savage breaking bumps, like savage. So you need to have pulled before you hit them, otherwise you're doing this with one hand. <laughs> But you don't want to you don't want to pull it too early that you get spray a second again. lap of spray because there's so much spray comes up down the straight. When you come onto the start straight to the end, what are you? Thirty seconds pinned. I think it's almost a minute. Really? Yeah, it's what? long. I think it's like a mile. Well, I'm no. rusty. It's 2019 was last time. So that's four years, which is feels mental because the last time you'd done it, your fuel line got disconnected. Yeah. On the start. The start line. Just freak thing. Still don't know what happened. You set off dead last. And yeah, so my bike, literally as I pulled up to the gate, cut out. Again, weird. Not a lot of the whole thing makes much sense, but cut out. um, Do you reckon you got sabotaged? Sabotaged. (laughs) Really doesn't make much sense because the bike I'd rode from the pre-start... The bike, stand on the bike in the morning, got the fan on, made sure everything was working good, rode to the start, rode from the start to the actual start, fine, it was like as I pulled up to the gate, so the whole thing, fuck, it's just so weird, anyway, got there like, shitting myself, thinking, fuck, my bike's not going, there's a thousand people, well, a third of a thousand, because there's three gates, Yeah. so I just started like, waving my arms up and down, but no one knew what the fuck I was doing, so like, as soon as the gates opened, everyone's smashing into the back of his, I was like, wrestling to keep hold of the bike, I'd also just not long had that, the last surgery on my leg, I was I only like, three weeks post-surgery on my leg, so I, was, I kept that up on the seat like this, because I didn't want anyone to crash into my leg, and then, uh, pushed it into the pits, I waited till everyone had gone, but then it got really sketchy because those people yeah. that his bikes hadn't started. Obviously, the start straight, you like, yeah, they're like the gates, close that's to part of the track and it's fast. So, like, those that are coming through with no bikes in front of them are just like vroom, vroom, oh. um, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, pushing the start line. Give it to Stan. He uh, fucked around a bit. I think 
and then eventually figured I don't know if he figured it out or if he like went unplugged it and plugged it back in like it's weird but that's what it was so you basically started dead last where did you get back to go back to fourth um from yeah pretty much I, I guess yeah dead last and probably I think I don't know if it was like four or five minutes Keith Stain's videoed the whole thing and it's like a four minute long video so I guess like four minutes but um it was I, I I didn't really have any like I was just enjoying it like I generally do just enjoy riding around that race so much and uh when I, I came to watch you that year and the, I'd not really seen the drama of the start because I would I was a bit further out and we weren't vlogging it and yeah, the that fir- was pre-vlog. Yeah, the first thing I seen you do was hit someone's rear wheel going up a dune, and it just come out your hands, and you're running behind your bike, wheeling, <laughs> and then just jump back on the yeah, seat. Yeah, it was chaos. Like the first two laps are chaos, and um, that year, that year, the year before, there was a load of places where the fences was down, and everybody was like cutting dunes out, missing dunes out, and it was a bit of. It, chaos the year before like the year before everybody was all over the place I ended up I was second after off the start and then I ended up in the lead without even realizing I'd passed Todd because the crowd and bikes were just everywhere so like the year before there was there was a lot of fences down and track was everywhere but that year there was generally there was one place which I remember which the fence was down and I followed the crowd out but um everyone was saying obviously cut the track blah 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 but that that second year there's generally just one spot which I remember it was like go around the first corner, do the first straight, and then it was like 180. It's pretty much sim- similar track layout every year. The first 180 left, and uh, the whole dune was blocked, and everyone was just coming like 10, 15 meters inside of where the corner was. And uh, that was generally hand on heart the only place I, I, I came over a fence that year the year before everyone was all over the place like I say I was ended up in the lead without even realising at one point the year before um, yeah but that's sort of not uh, what you're going to no, do not chaos. take yeah. like, it's, it's, and the marshals rip it open when the dunes that's get that's what I mean full. like there's, there's every time you're just following the crowd anyway yeah. I mean that year before I'd 100% got lucky where I, Todd had obviously gone through first and then it had opened or or whatever. Because um, I remember when he passed us, I was so confused. Uh, Do you think he was lapping you? Well, no. Because I was still... I was. He passed us, and I thought I was in second, and then he passed us, and I was still getting pit-boarded for second, thinking I, I'm in third now, thinking someone else was in the lead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, the, the 2019 when I did it, the where the track was, and they kept pretty much the whole thing flowing, and, and I, like I said, thoroughly just enjoyed it. It was just picking my way through and like I just it's weird I don't know it might be different this year I have three years Who's, um, four years since I've been and maybe I've, I've, I've rode actually a lot less sand than I did back then um, just with being a lot busier this time around and less time in England so less time riding motocross in general so I don't know maybe this year I'm going to hate it but going off past experience it was it's, it's a race I do really who's the Who's the big names this year? Todd? Uh, Todd's doing it. He's I don't even know what he's up to now, but it's like five or six times in a row. Right. And uh, there's Potasek. Potasek. Uh, Mel would have done it, but he's broke his foot. Yeah, Mel's got scared. Uh, greedy. I've seen Dan Mundell's doing it. I think he was top five or six last year. Right. There's always a lot of people. I mean, and always you always see people 
decided to do it last just in the last week or whatever. I haven't generally haven't even seen an entry list. Wainwright, Jimmy Wainwright always goes pretty well there. What's so what's your what's your stats there for the years you've done it? Third and a fourth. Oh, you've only done it twice? Yeah, just twice. I went to watch it in twenty seventeen. So you did it in eighteen. Yeah, I went to watch it in twenty seventeen was like, wow, this place is fucking mad. I want to do this. Went back twenty eighteen. Because that was the year we did Red Bull Knockout. Ah, that's where I'm getting confused. You've done, yeah, that was a beach race, I did, wasn't it? But yeah, I did it in 18 as like just to get ready for knockout, but just that was last minute decision. Went with a bone yeah. stock bike. Um, just me and Stan decided to go, and that was the year I was third. Next year was 2019. Had a proper bike that year, proper engine, full, full job lot. And uh, obviously didn't get off the line, but. Did board pretty well, came back to fourth. Uh, and then I think, I'm guessing it was COVID 2020, yeah. 2021. I can't remember whether it's from. This, is, this was is the 40th, isn't it? The 40th yeah. go. But I don't know. Last year I had a broken wrist, but we were there. I had a riding nutrition stand. I was watching. Opened the gate last year. That was scary. Yeah, really scary. looked scary in your vlog. <laughs> really, really, really scary. Like shit in my pants, kind of scary. Yeah, if you trip whilst pulling that gate and all them bikes just go. Like, I was practising before they got there thinking, fuck, this is scary. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's up there. It was, I'm pleased I did it, though. Definitely, it was good. It was a good experience, good viewing for the vlog. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, third time there. And, like I say, very excited. At first, I think it clashed with Roof of Africa. And then River of Africa is now no longer in the championship. Yeah, I remember because you were telling Gareth you couldn't do it and then last minute you said you could. And then you took all the money apparently. Because oh, no. I asked Conrad if he was doing it and he said this was before he knew he was part of... Uh, I asked Dave Thorpe if Conrad was doing it. This was before he knew he was racing MXON and Dave said, nah, Billy's took all the money. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Conrad. Um, I was about to say... Yeah, oh, originally... It was with Africa, and then then next problem was I was going to do Enduro Cross because that now didn't clash with River Africa. Then Enduro Cross changed the date of their first round, mm-hmm. or cancelled the first round, or something happened to their first round. So then it was free again, and now I'm not. But then in, in the end, I'm not doing Enduro Cross anyway. So I was like, double yes, let's get the plan together. Since then, everything's gone to chaos and it's gone carnage. Shit hit the fan, but we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. We're going. I'll be there tomorrow. Hopefully, Stan turns up on Saturday with a bike, and then <laughs> we're going to have a terrible Sunday. But like I said, what you pressed in on the super enduro bike? Yeah, <laughs> it's still dirty from the weekend, and I've still got a soft tire on, and a very little chance I'm even going to change it. And you got to do a few stoppies, wheelies, and donuts. It's good though. Press day there is one of my favourite days. Just is it full slide drift, and it's good fun. Very good fun. Yeah, I'm gutted that I can't really ride as well. I'd have enjoyed a press what day. We should have. What would have been good is bring my flat track bike for press day. Yeah, drift that. I should have brought that back from from Andorra. That would have been really fun. But I'm going to do that next year. Crockless gibbets. Crockless gibbets, you reckon? Fucking sister robbed them all. Well, all of yours are now sold out on Kex because... Two full ones. Masters of MX and Dirt Store bought them all. So if you want Billy Bolt gibbets, they'll be available at Weston. A lot of people actually asked if I had gibbets... At AX Fest, and I sent them all to Master MX. So at Western, we've got merch from two places. We're not having a ride nutrition stand. 
because um, Dirt Store, which I know we talked about Dirt Store in the last podcast, they're going large mm. at Western. They'll have a very big shop, very They've big They've got a present. very impressive storefront, which I'm going to be doing some sign-ins from throughout the weekend. Um, yeah, so make sure you get yourself there and have a look. So they've got merch, and Masters of MX, as always, have got merch. So hopefully there should be enough to last. Sorry if there's not. I know just from what they've ordered, they've, they've got, between the pair of them, they've got gibbets, keks, obviously, socks, um, hit bags, which is probably quite a good one for Western, mm. little bum bag to put your bits in whilst riding, storm jackets for if it rains, so there's plenty of stuff there, so get yourself to those two shops on um, Friday. It's yeah. not open tomorrow, is it? It's open Friday. They're setting up tomorrow. Trade sets up on Thursday, so Friday. Um, I don't know if it's just open to riders this weekend anyway. If you, if well, that's what I mean. But riders might want themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. riders will be there from Friday. But I don't know if they'll be trading. I guess they will be trading. In fact, I can't not. remember. So well, since well, you went Thursday last time, and you were trading. Was it Thursday? Or was yeah. it Friday? I went. Yeah, you went Thursday because you was moaning that you were going to have to be there all weekend. But you have to get there on Thursday if you're a trader. We got there too late last year, and they wouldn't let me in. And security guard, I was like. He got a radio and he's like, wouldn't let us speak down his radio. Then eventually someone spoke to him. I was like, is Gareth on your radio? And he was just like, uh, and then he went to ask someone something. I was like, Gareth, it's Billy, down his radio. <laughs> and he just put, fucking let him in. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. This first security bloke was just blown. the fuck's going on here? <laughs> he's like, no one's allowed in, it's after nine o'clock. Um. Where's the where's the six ten? I thought uh, that would be a machine for, for Western. Yeah, that would have probably been good this year to race it on because my plan is anyway. I still feel I'm capable of a good result, but this year is more just get back in the swing of it, and I want a full proper go for next year. So, this oh, you you want full commitment and a bit of practice next bit year. Bit of prep next year not, would be good. Like I'm going to scramble me. I thought I started preparations to get things ready early this year. We're going to have to start three months earlier if I want to get a bike to at least do a week's practice on for next year, I think. But um, oh it would have been quite good to do it on this year, even just to take the press day, because I would like to do a top speed run. Um, I know the initial hold-up was the cylinder actually went missing. Oh, right. But then they found the cylinder and it arrived and it had been coated terribly, so then it got recoated. But now, apparently, my last I heard was a few weeks ago, and all parts are there, just needs to put together. It's been a while. It's been a very it's been long a rest. Really though. long time. It's nearly two years. I'd have just left it fucked if I knew it was going to take yeah, this same. long. The three ninety still fucked. That needs sorting. Yeah, uh, three sixty. On oh, three sixty, is that what it is? I'd really actually like to take that apart. I think I'm going to take that on as my winter project. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to. I think we could take it apart next week before I leave again. It only wants a bit of fettling. There's not a lot wrong. Yeah, I mean, with I it. think we could take it apart, give the engine to someone. That'd be a very simple job to fix that, to clean that, do that engine. Mm. It's a two-stroke. And then... Reassemble. Yeah. I would... I've had, I've had ambitions of starting that a few times, and it hasn't happened, but I would really like to start that next week. Right. Fact. We should start. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. For a vlog next week. Monday after Western, in fact, I might have a go. Have one last go of it. One last ride. No, just, just no, strip it. Just strip it. It started the last time I did try and start really? it. Really? I think it's pissing fork oil everywhere. Every bike's pissing oil everywhere. Yeah, these, these three here. These three, yeah, fucking hell. My mechanic was going to come and drain all them, wasn't he? Well, <laughs> one, he don't need to now because it's all drained over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and two, I'm pretty sure that some of them were mainly drained or partly drained. One of them, the forks There's leaking. fucking oil all over the floor. It looks like it's coming from well, all these, three of them to me. These two have got fake forks in and fake shock in. They're literally like pogo sticks. So they mu- those two must be all. That one's a legit one, and that's leaking both things, I think. It would be the engine that's leaking off, surely. I don't think it would be the forks. don't know. The Hondas. I don't, don't know if the Honda's leaking. That might have come drained. Is it leaking? doesn't look like the Honda's leaking. Oh, well. Um, it's done. I've got a few questions that have... Uh, well, a good, good selection of questions, actually, that I put them out a bit earlier than normal, so that yeah, there's a chance. Good, uh, um, what is one event that Bill has always wanted to do but never had the chance to do? Ooh. I think I know the answer. Mm, do you? Yeah. The one that Pastrana did. Oh, Red Bull Rampage. <laughs> 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 I thought the one that Pastrana did last year you would have been up for. Mm. See, I like them events are cool, but events that aren't—I don't want to say poorly organised because I didn't go, so I don't know what it was like. But them small kind of yeah, one one-off races make someone wants to put a race on. The few I've gone to, not because it's anyone's fault, but it just tends to wind us up. Yeah, um, mm, that's a good question. Mm. Latuke, I would like to do at some point. Big beach race guy. Well, yeah, I was the yeah. If I hadn't have broke my leg in 2018, I would have done Latuke in 2019. I'd pretty much decided that. I do generally like proper like really like riding sand when I when I put a bit of time in on it. Um, I'm not going to let anything. But that's not going to be my answer. That that isn't my definite answer. That's just a little teaser, just so people can you know understand me a bit more. What speculate that you're going to race that race next? Uh, uh, but I can't think. Um, AMA Super Enduro. Yeah, I was about to say like Anaheim one. 
<laughs> no, I meant like the one that Johnny's doing, the AMA stuff, the um, Super Enduro, whatever it is out there. Let's move on. X Games. Super Enduro used to be in X Games. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been a cool one. I could see you for speed and style as well. <laughs> Just yeah. pop a flip out uh, midway X, through. And when Enduro Cross used to be in X Games, that would have been cool. Yeah, it would be cool to say you've got an X Games medal, mm. wouldn't it? Look good on your office wall in your mansion mm. as well. I'm happy with that answer. Lock that in. Um... How did Ed get into the videography scene? Do you, do you know? Started videoing Tommy and then KTM and that looks nice. Can can you do this for me? Can you do this for us? You got half a story, right? It started... Do you remember Moto Magazine? Yeah. Moto Magazine, years and years ago, couldn't make it on the Wednesday before the MX of Nations was at Donington Park. Uh-huh. And the American team came and rode at my house. And we had Villapoto, Ferry, Stewart, Brett Metcalf came. And I want to say one other, but I can't remember who it was. Yeah, because the video comes up on Instagram when everyone complains about the track yeah. every now and again. It still comes up. <laughs> Verb Moto posted it. Anyway, Moto couldn't come, and they sent me like a proper dad cam and w- that was on tape, not even on um, SD card, and said, can you just film some stuff? So I did. And then they said, can you bring it to the race? Um, I filmed all of it, took it to the race, give them the the uh, cassette or whatever it was at the time out of it. And our camper was parked miles away, so I didn't actually take the camera, just took the cassette. And then they did it, and then the whole weekend went on and they forgot and they left the camera with me. So then in that time, I just carried on filming a few other bits. Then they went to America for the start of the Supercross, which is the same sort of time that Tommy had gone out there or was moving out there or had gone to test or something, they said, bring the camera to America. So I took the camera to America, didn't bump into them for like three, four weeks, started filming a few bits, ended up making a video that I put out online. And at the time, Casey Lytle was the team manager for Tommy's KTM team. He was chatting to Tommy and we were at the team workshop and he said, I've seen that video that's been out this week of you. Who made that? And at the time, Tommy said, well, that was him. And then... Basically ended up with a job there for four years making their video stuff. So it was all a big mistake. There we go. I was, no, I was nearly there. I actually didn't even know any of that first part of the yeah. story. I had the camera. I had to give the camera back in the end. And then I I give the camera back to Moto as I took the job for KTM. I hadn't got a camera. I was like, yeah, I can do it. So then I had, to, buy one. I had to nip down the shop and bought, buy a camera. What was your first camera? Do you remember? The first one I bought. Now the first one I bought was a Canon 7D. It'd been Canon. Si- no, since then, Canon Seven D was like when they, f- it first started filming on uh, DSLRs, and there was no autofocus. It was right pain in the ass. And then I had a Panasonic AF One Hundred One, which was like a proper camera. I've still got got the Panasonic. It's like a right. It looks retro as anything. Um, but then yeah, Canon superior brand. I went back to them, as you know. I don't disagree. <laughs> Oh, look, you've been up to uh, good deeds this week. Can you thank Bill for my video message from the weekend, moving, Aidy moving to Oz? Do you remember? Who? Aid, moving to Oz. Oh, uh, yeah, I do actually remember someone saying someone's moving to Australia. 
Oh, this is a, this is great. Would Jet Lawrence finish Erzberg? No chance. You don't reckon? No, not in the time limit. Clip that up. Everyone start tagging him. But you don't reckon he's... I'd like him to come prove us wrong. I mean, don't get us wrong. Uh, do you know what? I think he'd be very fast to the first three checkpoints. <laughs> <laughs> don't get us wrong. I think of the majority of motocrossers, especially professional at a high level, technically and clutch control and throttle control and... I've I've seen some stoppies and stuff like that. I think he's by far up one of the best, but I think it would still be just such a shock to the system. And does he, I'm guessing he only time. rides motocross. I'm guessing he's not rode any. Well, I don't know. He might ride enduro, yeah, but I doubt it. Isn't it? He's, but he's, it would be a shock to the system. I don't think. Honda four stroke two fifty would probably was just about to say be the, the best thing for him. I mean, I think I don't. I think a Honda two fifty four stroke is capable of finishing thousand percent, but probably wouldn't be the easiest bike for him in this situation. No. Um, but that would be it'd be cool. I mean, that never happened. Anyone like obviously Sipes has came and he's a pretty high level of supercross, but like. Maybe cool you can train him up, get him under your wing. Nah, it'd be cool for just a current like top doer just to see. Get get on the phone to Boulder Rouge, Red Bull, get some budget together. Just say, what, you think Jet Lawrence would be better suited to come and to big, Eisenhower's in Austria next year. Good vlog, instead isn't it? To, <laughs> instead of going to... Instead of going 22 and now, like, just bring him over to the... Yeah, you just bring him to this big quarry where he'll have a tear up. Did you see a tent for a few nights beforehand to get him acclimatized? Did you see on the Red Bull? I don't know what it was. Red Bull Motorsport, I guess YouTube channel. Two days after Erzberg, Verstappen was there doing, yeah, doing drifting the around thing. the quarry in the truck. Um, Harvey Jones, six hundred two, cheeky bastard. Ed, remind us what your excuse to not race Western is. Got a bad knee, haven't you, Ed? I've got a bad knee. Fuck's he been hiding? Now my knee's good. But not good enough to ride yet. I've had my, you know, what we were saying the other day about your first crash. I had my first crash on a mountain bike. Oh, did you? Yeah. When? When I went out pedaling the other day, I didn't have. A, it was stupid. I was on a jump or what? No, I was pressing my Apple Watch, and I, as I put my hand back on the bar, knocked the bar, and it just jackknifed. And I stayed running. I like carried on running as I was gone, and it was a big dab on the leg, and it was. No problem. So oh, I was, I was most happy. That's yeah, that's really good. And then I saw my bike on the floor with the bars twisted round and cables everywhere. And I just thought, yeah, oh. I'm back, baby. I'm back. Next was, thing is you're going to loop out your trials bike. Yeah. That's, that's next stage. Jumping off the back of it, it scares me. It's your favourite stunt as well. What, wheeling? Well, just looping out. Fuck off. You literally looped out in the Matrix at AX Fest. Yeah. I'm not denying that. You fucking do it six times a night when you go out on your fucking jars <laughs> bike. I do miss the trailer. How can people enter to race Super Enduro and what's the basics that we need to know? Um, I'm guessing you would enter. So there's a junior class. It actually changed last year, so I want to get this as accurate as possible. Used to be a European class. I think that's eradicated now and now they have a junior class. This is FIM. Hard enduro. Uh, super super enduro, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now they have a... Oh, do you reckon he was running about arena cross? No, oh, I don't know, but let's go for the Newcastle yeah, so round. So now there's 
there's a junior class which I believe is up to 23, which you should probably check, but I'm pretty confident about that. And there used to be a European class and a prestige class. Now there's just a prestige class, so you would enter in that. And then if you don't qualify in the top 14, you then go through to, I forgot what they called it, but you go through to the non uh, to a separate race and do two finals with the non-qualified junior riders. And I forgot what they've named this new class, which is basically like leftover, so people who go still get to race in the fi- race in a final and get bike time. Um, prestige class is your class. Prestige is my class. So basically, the non-qualifiers from both. Junior Classes and prestige race yeah. in a final. So yeah, exactly. So prestige usually is an A qualifying and a B qualifying. Give or take ten riders, eight riders in each. Um, top fourteen go through. There's usually handful left behind that haven't made it into the prestige final. They go into this other final, which I can't remember for the what it's called. It has got a name, and they go. There's usually a handful of. Junior riders, oh, there's actually usually quite a few junior riders left over. They can choose whether they want to be reserves, in case anyone gets injured, or they want to go into the, the other final. Um, and then to enter, I believe you do it all on the superenduro.org website. The superenduro website is actually very informative, has the dates, ticket information, because I made a superenduro championship preview video last year, and all rounds had ticket information, Entries, stuff like that. Um, you would need an FIM license, which you would contact the ACU for. Um, if you're going to do more than one round, you would put, get the full license. If you're just going to do one round, you would just get start permission. Um, I think that's about it, really. Enter, get a license, get a license, enter. I'll probably you'd probably enter, then get a license because then you'd go to the ACU and say, I want to do this round. Put your bike in the van, turn up. And have, have a fun. Goal. Sounds about right. And it's all in one day as well. Like it's you're there at the stadium. You're there for the full day. It's quite a long day, but it's not like spread over. You can literally arrive arrive Friday night, race Saturday, leave Saturday night or Sunday morning. So I do I think it's gonna become increasingly popular, Super Enduro, to be honest. What other businesses do you two have other than Kex and Ride Nutrition? It's got loads. No, um, Prince money. Diamond Minis, I started with Mel years ago, but now Mel Pocock runs that. Shafted um, you on that, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He got me. Did no work for three years, and then as soon as it was his, just started printing money. <laughs> nah, he's still doing that. He um, He's just actually got his Instagram back. He had a hacker nick his Instagram. Did he? Yeah. And he was the hacker was asking for a thousand dollars and he wouldn't pay him. And then in the end, he got the bloke's WhatsApp. He started messaging him on WhatsApp. And then he would just have chats with him daily, like, "All right, mate, how you feeling today? Like, you come down on the price." Like, <laughs> just generally had a full chat with this hacker. And the hacker's like, "Nah, mate. Like, I'll do it for nine hundred if you do it today. But you know, otherwise, I'll just keep your account." <laughs> so he didn't have his account for over a year. Anyway, he tried to get it back through Facebook or Meta. And then, in the end, the whole thing got deleted and deleted the screen name Diamond Minis. But now, he's managed to set up a new account with the old screen name Diamond Minis, but he's lost all his followers. I did think I hadn't seen anything of Diamond Minis. Yeah, he lost, he lost 15,000, 16,000 followers 
He's gone back to zero and all the pictures, everything oh. gone, so he's got to start again. I've got a diamond minis for sale if anyone wants to pick by Curlex with everything Ke- on. Curlex 110. Curlex 110. It's got white plastics at the minute. Chuck it in the back of the van. Flog it at West Yeah, End. I thought about putting it in Instagram. Put it on the dirt store stand. Yeah, that's not the worst idea you've ever had. If anyone wants it, let us know. It's got, what do they have? Fork extenders, fork springs, footrest mounts, proper footrests. Yeah, it, we. I think I did it with Mel back in the day, didn't I? No, did Mel, Mel did that do one by himself. But it's got everything. Everything you can get, diamond minis, high seats, bars. What else? Do you, I don't know. What, um, anyway, back to the question. Shock spring. What other businesses do we have, or do you have? Uh, this is your cue to tell them about the new one. Yeah, do you reckon? Give them a little bit of a... So, anyway, I have obviously got Ride Nutrition, which means uh, two, of my, two of my good mates are in on with, um, which I was kind of the last member to join that. They were kind of somewhat on the way, and I was the initial product being the nitrate product was something which I'd talked to them about before. James was kind of... was the was his idea. He studied sports science or some fucking nutrition shit at university um, and I'd, I'd had quite a lot of conversations with him about just kind of nitrate and that kind of supplementation and stuff so I was kind of knew what was happening and then he, he just sort of said obviously you seem pretty interested would you be interested in coming in which um, it's been good like to say it's just the three of were pretty much winging it you know not really knowing what we're doing and like it's hard it's a pretty Big market, and I mean, in the motorbike world, it's gone really well, to be honest. Like, I think, obviously, I do have quite a reasonable size influence, but, like, to really, for the business to go, we need to get into, more into a mountain bike scene, it like, trail running scene, like, really mass participation sports. Like, we think our sport's big, but it's a drop in the ocean, yeah. really. It's absolutely nothing. Where And then to get into their markets and to really get your product in the right places, you do have to spend a lot of money um, which kind of, you know, we we didn't, we wanted to keep it, just grow it from what we had and what we started with, which is definitely a longer, slower process. But at the same time, I think it's it's good to learn. Like I've learned so much just from doing it. I think sometimes if you go, you've got a big wedge of cash and you go all in and you, I'm going to do this, this and this, you make all the mistakes and, and you don't really get a chance to learn from it. Yeah, well, that's the main thing. Like we learn, we are still learning so much. Like we've learned what we need to be asking, what we need to be getting done from suppliers, like we've gone through a couple of them, like just trial and error really. And like I say, it's it's definitely, we're not far from being rich from it, but from what we've learned in the the growth it's been, it's actually been very enjoyable and worthwhile. So um, that's my little thing. We've got another idea, which is, we slightly in, let onto it in your vlog. Initial fi- in, in the initial phases, which was um, an idea I had, which took a bit of persuading to Ed, but he's come on board now and he thinks it's a good idea. Uh, I don't think that's strictly true. You weren't, in, you weren't having it at first? What, what I wasn't having, which is the same was when I wasn't having it with this podcast as well, is you come up with all these bright ideas and you just go like that and you drop them and you go, right... You figure it out. It's worked itself out. It's worked it? itself out now, but it causes me great stress of 
learning and fucking figuring out a new thing to do. Developing you. Well, yeah. But the problem is I don't have enough hours in the day to do it all. So that's why I was a bit sceptical, maybe, on this idea. But the idea, or the name of the... No, to be fair, you didn't actually take that much persuading. You didn't give it enough attention the first time. And you, I don't think you actually clicked on to what this I is, meant. This is exactly what happened. And then when I when I got it to you, and when I got it into your, my actual thoughts, you were pretty on board. And then the problem was right. right me, Tommy, we've let the other monkey join in. Me, Tommy, and Billy are going to start another brand. Um, it's called Lamona, which you would have seen in the in the. Pod. You might have even bought croc charm. Yeah, there's croc charms of it. If you bought one of them in initial croc charms, yeah, you're an OG. You cash that in for s- in ten years' time when we're <laughs> just like got an island or something. <laughs> you can come and have like a free trip to the island or something from if you've got one of them OG croc charms. Yeah, well, that the whole. I have to put a disclaimer on the screen. Yeah, there, big disclaimer. That's not <laughs> anything you say is void. <laughs> um. I said to these two, I said, I'm all in, love the concept, you figure out a name. And then between them... It took a long time. They couldn't figure out a name, and they kept coming up with names, and Tommy's would just, Tommy would just look at anything and just go, yeah, that'll do. He came up with about six or seven names just from the first thing. He'd, he'd cool. literally look. What's Kavana? That'll do. No, he'd, he'd get that motor Rex, and he'd remove the motor, and he'd go, Rex, right. Shall we call it Rex? Like, no, Tommy. That's the, the level of stupidity we've had from him and his input. Anyway, we came up with a name. Did uh, I come up uh, with a name or you? I think I said it and you just both went, that'll do. Yeah. I struggled because I put too much thought and too much perf- too much need for perfection into it. So, yeah, the, the brand is uh, very, very early stages. and But it's essentially going to be a headwear brand. Headwear brand. So it's going to be based from, because um, we've... Got a few ideas. We've got a mint supplier that makes good headwear. Yeah, like we've <laughs> we've got a few ideas and and plans for growth. Yeah, and stuff. So don't want to give you the business model because someone might rinse it. Yeah, and well, <laughs> they need to have they need to have our brains to, to have <laughs> rinse it properly. So I'm not that worried about that. But we're still early. Um, Ed's. Been busy. Uh, we're all busy, other than Tommy. He thinks he's. He likes to think he's busy. So he's we so just not busy. Let him think that he's busy. Uh, he he finds plenty of time, multiple times a week, to take naps and long showers and baths. He's probably the least busiest human I associate with. Yeah, he thinks that getting up, driving thirty minutes to ride his motorcycle, and then finishing at like one o'clock, two o'clock and driving the 30 minutes home is a full day out. It's a big day for him. Big day. Silly man. Um, have you got any plans for a ride day this year? We actually spoke about that last night. Um, we'd love to do one. Just that's about as much as information as we've got. Yeah. We're just busy. Probably will do something yeah, I think a bit we'll last minute, I would have thought. But no, I think... Enough people would get involved, even if it was like a week. Well, maybe it's not a week, but two or three weeks' notice would be enough for a lot of people. I think yeah. well, that's what we gave last year, and it's yeah, all just like it's just cool just to have the DJ, nice food. It's a good day out, isn't it? Kids there, like Masters of MX came last year. That was cool. Sold some stuff and gave it a bit more than just us free. Mm. This is a good question. 
When is Bill going to feature on one of his own crash reels? Because there's been some big ones lately. <laughs> there's not that many get caught on camera, to be fair. Not as many as I would like. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad you've stopped wearing GoPros at races to catch the moments. To what? Like normally you had the GoPros on at the hard enduro yeah, races to catch the moments. I've actually, at one point I did start to make my own, just mine, and I was going to post it. But... I, I, I was needing to. I was on. I'd went through a couple of hard drives, and that it was a very, very long process. If you want to see a Bill's crash reel, I made one from the yeah, Super Enduro, did. and I think it's on your channel. Um, and it's called Super Enduro Crashes. Of, yeah, aesthetically pleasing Super crashes. Enduro. It's all in slow mo. Bill just carking it oh everywhere. God. Oh no! Don't do that. Is that spilt everywhere? Oh fucking hell! Carpet's going to stink of... Is it all on the carpet? No, yeah. No, that's nice. Stan's mat, that is. This is a good question as well, that I have no idea of any I'll of the... Against, they've all been good questions yeah, so far. When he's not involved, we seem to get serious good questions. Well, I did write questions for Bill and Ed. Mm. We've, we've obviously not attracted... The, yeah, the, the brain, the brain <laughs> waves on a more mature yeah. state. Um. Can we have an update on the Billy Bolt Foundation? No, because I don't actually have one. I think the 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 pro the land which was hopefully going to be used has had a problem with, um, and the guy is also he has a, he's a very busy man, um, so sadly not really to be honest. I've I don't have one myself. I, also, I don't have enough time to really chase anything. Like if I start chasing things. I then have other commitments, so I can't yeah. commit to chase things. So, like, as much as I would like to get something done, to be honest, I can't see anything happening for the immediate future. Like, it was it was something which I was more than happy to be part of if I thought people were, had enough time and energy to put into things to do it properly. But as things are, it's kind of not... That's not happening, so it's, it's a shame. It was maybe it's announced a bit prematurely, but it was all with good intentions, so it's hard to... It's hard, but yeah, I don't have any updates, I'm afraid. Um, do you think the electric bikes like the Stark Varg would be good for hard enduro or enduro cross? I think enduro... At the minute, without a clutch, enduro cross... I've heard they're developing a clutch. Huh? I heard they're developing a clutch. Yeah, I heard they were... They were and I'm pretty sure it will come with a clutch. Like the electric trials bikes have got clutches. Yeah. Um, so with the it clutch, seems weird holding the handlebar with no nothing there. Yeah, like I struggle to hold on, like like that. Yeah, I feel like I've, my my grip isn't as strong. Yeah, it's a bit like death grip. Uh, yeah, isn't it? like I feel like I'm gonna fall off the yeah. back of the bike easier. That's mad, isn't it? That just one finger going forward yeah, like, would give you the I balance. Guess you Cling with the finger, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, better or not, I guess there's definitely some situations where you could you would say, Do you know where I think it'd be good? Power on the fly, like, say you, you're struggling and you knock the power right down, you literally just creep it, yeah. Also, just straight hills because you don't need to change gear, yeah, just like a long Ersberg style hill. It would, it would be, I think. It, would be not interesting to just hit some things flat out and just feel the power of not having to shut off or move your foot for a gear change or pull the clutch in. Just yeah, see what happens. Just power. Um, 
I think Rocket Ride they should bring it to. Yeah. Erzberg. That'd be cool. There's so much potential for them things. Like, I, I know that it's kind of a conflict of interest to be seeing this, but they're very fucking impressive to look at and to watch. When we were here the other week, Eddie J. Wade was riding the um, arena cross track and it was getting late. It was like R4, which I always say, let's not ride too far past five just to piss everyone off. Tommy was riding around and then he stopped and Eddie just done a few laps on his own. Yeah. And it pains me to say it, but it was like... I couldn't yeah, it's believe pleasant. how quiet they were at Arena Quest Festival. Like, that was the first time I'd seen them in a race or, like, even on a track. Well, did you hear what Tommy said about it? He yeah, said it's, weird, it's, he said it's very, you. very sketchy. If you were all on them, fine, but it's sketchy riding a motocross bike with them because he didn't know where yeah, anyone like, was. I generally thought you'd hear the tyres more or you'd hear, like, a whistle. Or a zzz, or I'd, you I'd, do when there's no commentary, no crowd. Yeah, but at the weekend... You uh, like it was your eyes to ears didn't line up. Yeah, well, mine didn't anyway. Um, but yeah, they're fucking impressive, and like I was p- quite sure they were going to hold shot, and the whole shot in most races, like it's they're fucking fast. I'd have no idea. I might be spouting a load of shit here, but I'd be pretty confident that th- all the other manufacturers must be working on something. On electric stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, KTM and Husqvarna made them like free rides. Apparently, there's actually a new free ride, I've heard. They never really cottoned on, though, did they? Huh? They never really cottoned on. No. I don't know if it's out yet. That might actually be bullshit, too. I just half hear things. But I, I know nothing about like a full project, but I feel like they have to be doing some. All the manufacturers have to be doing something. Hopefully. But, fair play. Seen a video of the factory as well. They seem to have a lot of yeah, productions fully ramped up. Yeah, I saw that as well. You know, when I put that um, story of the petal can had spilt all over in the back of my van the other week and it was just open the side door and it was dripping out. They replied to that on Instagram saying, we can help with that. Stark. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought, whoever's in control of that has got a... Got a good sense of humor. Yeah, good banter though. <laughs> Do you know? N- did you know? This is an odd, oddly worded question. Did you know? See the bloke who jumped in the water, cut his head open, covered in blood. Um, I don't think that. I didn't know him. Good English, but I didn't know him. I did see it, and I did know he cut his head with blood. Give us some the context vlog, of what, what time happened. is it? I'm gonna. I haven't actually set it on schedule, but he, he features in the vlog post jumping in the water. Someone jumped in the moat around. So I chucked my goggles into the crowd, like around the Super Enduro track. If you haven't, or like the, the perimeter of the whole track, there was like a moat. It was a very cool setup. And uh, won the last day, chucked my goggles into the crowd, which is a rarity for me. I normally just do gloves, not goggles. So I was really feeling the love. Yeah. Did you buy them ones? No, I didn't. I didn't have to actually pay any money, but still, pained us, pained us to hire him in. Um, and then I went chuck a glove in, and it just went like not even a third of the distance straight into this water. And like all these kids were like acting all hard, like they were about to jump in, but none of them had the bottle to. And then this dad just stepped forward and just full <laughs> starfish belly flopped into this 
think to be honest, it looked deep and it was actually like a foot deep, not even. It's not very deep. Well, his head hit the ground first, he cut his head. So then I chucked the other glove in for him. I said, Yeah, for that you can have the pair, mate. <laughs> and uh anyway, by the time I got back to my van, he was already showered and came back and um he was very happy with his gloves. I said, Where's the gloves that is? I've hit have hidden. I'm not doing that and someone comes to nick them now. <laughs> I'd have thought he'd have come over and got them something. Well, I thought I said, Where are the gloves? He said, No, no, I've hit him and then met him and his son and They'd had a good weekend. Um, so, yeah, good times, good commitment. I like sh- uh, Someone did actually bring a chainsaw as well, I must add. I, um, I took a video of it. He was at the, at the main stage on Saturday night, and I, I meant to post my story, and I forgot. So apologies if, if you, didn't, you were expecting a feature and you didn't. I forgot. Um, but well done for bringing the chainsaw. Did he, I didn't hear it rev up. Mm, started it by a stage on Saturday. But not when the racing was on. No, well, yeah, I actually didn't hear it at, at all when the racing was on. But it was definitely at it on, on Saturday night. I took a video, as I've just said. Um. <laughs> when is your summer mountain bike adventure video coming out? <laughs> <laughs> Have you got one in the works that's not seen the light of day, Bill? Yeah, it'd be quite good as well. There was a fucking really, really good day riding with Brendog and Manny. Just put it out and just then just... hitting bike park lap. Well, there's no ending. Yeah, that's fine. Just end it when it ends. I'm sure we all know why it ended. One, it won't as... I mean, it was a bit of a mismatch vlog. A lot of phone clips, but it was, it was a fucking good week until allegedly it all came to an end. And then, yeah, like I said, me... We had such a good crew for one day, right? The, the Saturday... Um, when uh, Brian was there because he didn't qualify. When Billy and Tommy both retire, I've got a good bank of content that can be released. We, we allegedly. Start, we're, allegedly. We're starting to uh, allegedly add to that <laughs> year on year. Um, it's all what was it got added the other day? There was a recent addition. Yeah, there's a recent one from the motorbike track where... I feel like there's one more recently. Yeah, though. it was literally... About a month ago. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't even had time to look through. Then I was almost going to delete the file because it was taking up so much space on my laptop. I needed space fast, but I preserved it. All the GoPro clips are still there. Um, Here's a great one. When's Ed sending out your boots from the competition? Has the winner been announced? Yeah, but that video didn't see the light of day. Why? Is that the mountain bike video? No, that was the Romaniacs debrief, which I didn't like. It was a guy. I've got the video on my phone still. Should we do it now? What? See if he listens to the podcast and he can claim it. Yeah, go on then. Because while you're here, I can take you down the post office and you can pay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shall I play a voice note that Tommy sent us? Whilst you find your video. Hello, boys. Sorry I can't be there. I'm just pretending for a week that I've got the sort of money Billy Bolt has oh, sipping ice lattes by the pool for tenner a go. <laughs> we can all dream. While I'm out here spending a load, Billy's going to be back there cashing in again at Western. So good luck for that, Bill. And I'll see you both very shortly. Hope you're not missing me too much. Bye for now. <laughs> what a stupid man. He's a very simple man, isn't he? He's done the full Brit Abroad thing. He got there and he went, it's hot. Probably oh, too hot. Too hot. Too hot for the kid. So he's not happy with it. 
Oh, there's Me another there's another vlog here. When's the new three fifty bike check happening? Um I wanna wait until I've done more testing. Yeah, wait until super I'll endurance tell season. You. Yeah, be just in fact, just before I've actually that's a good point. I'm like two months early on getting on a three fifty or like six weeks early. So yeah. um but I'm gonna wait till I've done some testing and then I can give you a bit of a more of an accurate video of, of how I've actually set it up. Um and make the most of uh, like the the time I actually have, which is a lot more the normal, um, yeah. Cool. Well, anything else to add, Bill? Before Western or? Don't think so. Just um, if you're thinking about coming, stop thinking. It's amazing. It is generally such a good event, such a big event. Um, I do thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, come and say hello if you're knocking about. Don't be shy. Um, come buy merch. Ed's not coming. It's too far for him. I'm going tomorrow. Don't want to come on Sunday. The, do you know what? With Western, it's very hard. It's far. Yeah, it's far, but it's also very hard to yeah, film you. Like you I could need to be on a bike, really, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I could spend three hours there and see you twice. You need to be... And then there's so I many agree. people to watch that I, you don't I, know where the race is. I, I don't disagree. Tell you what, though, if, you, if you're listening to this and you think, what's Western... Go and watch. There's a vlog from 2019, mm -hmm. from before we actually did vlogs. We just, just well, I uh, this I did want to do vlogs, but we we hadn't really started then. And then Jack and John came, um, and we did some. You iPhone, did an iPhone, did an vlog, iPhone vlog. We actually used a gimbal on an iPhone, um, which was funny. And then the year before that. Little bit of an off-topic funny story, but we had I got I hired this motorhome, this tiny old bag of shit motorhome, which we all stayed in, and it was just nothing worked in it. The water tank leaked everywhere, then it pissed all the water out. So then I and but I was stuck in the car park, so then I had to go to Tesco and I bought like fucking fifteen gallon bottles of water to fill this my water. Just sounds like life a bit. Again. Filled my water tank up with drinking water from Tesco because. I didn't really know what else to do. Fuck. And then John Fuck. drove this fucking Suzuki Jimny, I think it was, full off-road spec with, like, exhaust sticking out the roof the fucking nine hours it took him. Oh, because it was stuck in... I think it was stuck in limp mode. Or it was fucking wouldn't go into sixth gear or something. Took him nine hours to get there with a generator in the back, so he had power, because I had no power for the first two days I was there. In this old piece of shit motorhome which you didn't really need to know about but it was good times good times life western always delivers life of bill right well we're gonna go and get a bit of dinner then what do you, do you want me to cook for you again tonight has it got any requests no but i'm sure you'll deliver i was thinking chicken fajitas will that Hopefully. do you i had steak fajitas last night but i'm more than happy to have chicken fajitas tonight there we go then chicken fajitas all, all right. right well we will be back next week next week that's three for free three on the bounce well, Doss will be back. When's Doss back? Tuesday, you reckon? So we could wait till Tuesday. I don't know what time. Oh, he's, he's having a be full week away. He's going to be scrapped for a few days. Why is he? He's going to be fucking clucking he, like a little chicken to come see his mates. He's been tired. He he's been on holiday, been relaxing. Holiday. He's jet lagged, isn't it? Nah, he'll be happy to see us. He'll be back, I'm sure. Right, we'll see you all right. in a week. Peace and love. Bye. <laughs>